Hello guys and welcome back to my podcast, She's Unfiltered. Firstly, I just wanted to say a massive thank you for all of the love and support on my first episode. I'm very grateful and it was really scary getting that shit out there, you know, but I'm so glad I did it. Um, There is some really exciting news at the end of this episode, so keep your ears peeled for that. And before we get started, obviously I've got my Pinot Grigio here. Get yourself a nice little drink and let's hop into the episode. Mentally, I'm okay at the moment. I have my good days and I also have my really, really bad days. I had a really, really bad day the other day actually. Um, So since recording this episode, in the first time I recorded it, I was feeling so good. Second time I recorded it, I was feeling fucking shit to be honest. And today I'm feeling okay, so I definitely go through my phases. Um, I mean, life gets in the way sometimes. You just gotta find a healthy balance. But I have started Couch to 5K recently. Apparently exercise is meant to help you feel better. I mean, I'm still yet to confirm that because I just feel sick and tired after I go for a run. So I think it might be different for different people, especially people like me who are unfit and live off carbs. But I do feel a lot better since my first episode because I feel like I've got a lot off my chest on how I'm feeling, how I've been doing, things that are going on in my life. Since my first episode, we've had Valentine's Day, we've had Pancake Day, which is the most important day of the year to me because I fucking love pancakes (laughs) obviously and we've had a bit of snow the weather has changed a lot since the snow though like today was apparently the hottest day of the year I mean I was inside my house so I can't can't confirm if that's true but that's what the weatherman said um (laughs) the snow was not as glamorous as it looked on Instagram I can tell you that fucking went flying in it so (laughs) yeah I was walking home from work and I tripped because it was icy as fuck and it's just not safe and when you grow up and you start driving a car you just realize how impractical it actually is so yeah I'm definitely not a fan of snow I never have been because it's just fucking cold but it looks pretty so I'll give it that and valentine's day was lovely and chilled me and my boyfriend just stayed in because there's obviously nothing else to do um we'd normally go out for a meal but obviously we couldn't do that we just got a little takeaway and played some games we actually did the tiktok supermarket challenge so you have categories that you pick presents off of so For example, we did some like something that makes you think of them, something they need, something to do together, um, just little little things like that. I mean, mainly it was snacks and a few games and a nice little drink and a cocktail actually, but the canned ones because I'm too lazy to make them. I do have a cocktail maker, so I don't even have any excuses. I'm just. I'm lazy. I'm lazy and that's it. 
be something I'd meant to her, I guess. Um, pancake day, also a fail. You'll be very surprised <laughs> to hear that I can't make pancakes. I can cook a lovely dinner, but I cannot for the life of me make pancakes. And I've been trying for years. I've had my mum show me, I've had my younger sister show me, and it just doesn't stick in my head. So we did actually get a mix because I thought, let's just save some time, get a mix. All you had to do was add water. Surely I can't fuck that up. Well, I did. <laughs> I fucked it up big time. So we had to order Awful Meister, which I'm not complaining about because I got my Nutella and strawberry pancake. Actually, it was a crap, but it was still lush. 10 out of 10. Definitely recommend. And if you ever need someone to make you pancakes, don't call me. <laughs> so last week I actually dyed my hair. It's not a very big change, the colour's still chocolate brown. It's just like freshen things up, make me feel a little bit better. If you know me, you know I like to experiment with my hair. I have had pretty much every single hair colour under the sun. I just find it therapeutic, like <laughs> the things that help me feel better is dyeing my hair and going shopping and at the moment I can't go shopping and to me online shopping doesn't hit the same so dyeing my hair and ruining it it is you know <laughs> ever since I've been allowed to dye my hair which was when I was about 16 I haven't stopped so cheers mom I <laughs> have had every single hair colour under the sun I bleached it last year which I wasn't expecting to suit me but everyone was doing it so I thought fuck it what have I got to lose apart from healthy hair <laughs> um, and it did look quite nice I won't lie it was a bit of a weird colour it was orange but I did manage to get the two front bits like the money piece bits very blonde so it was an achievement and it was an experience. I probably would never do that to my hair again. I would quite like to get highlights, but I think I've dyed my hair dark so much that I don't think it could ever get any lighter again, unfortunately. And if I go to hairdressers, they will just tell me to piss off. <laughs> As I imagine. Um, but yeah, I think when I was younger, if I ever felt a bit gross, a bit grim, I'd just dye my hair and then feel like a whole new woman, you know, when you dye it and then you have it styled and you do your makeup, take some selfies, you know, make that boy really feel like shit. It did work and I still do it now. That's a toxic trait I've carried with me. But I feel, I feel like if you're a girl, you will agree with me that it, it does really boost your confidence and... I like a change. I've had so many different hairstyles. I've had a fringe twice, knowing that I didn't like having a fringe. And I do regret having that code because I looked very gross. <laughs> it did not suit me. It might suit me the first time around when I was younger and had a younger face, but it didn't suit me this time around. And it's taken ages to grow out. So won't be doing that again. Please hold me to it. <laughs> I would not do that again. I mean, I don't consult with people before I do my hair. I just like to go and do it. If I ever feel like I want to get my hair cut, I will just go knowing that I will regret it. 
because that's me. That's me all over. My friends always say to me, why didn't you ask me before cutting your hair? Because I always regret it. <laughs> but I just don't like being told what to do. If someone tells me not to do something, I will want to do it. I'm still mentally a child. And I need to grow out of that, but I don't think I ever will. However, I'm saying this now. I will not cut my hair again. I will let it grow out. I will not cut a long bobbin because it doesn't suit me. <laughs> it really doesn't suit you, Vicky. Stop it. <laughs> oh, long hair. Here we come. Okay, so in the last episode, I touched on... Jane the Virgin and Pretty Little Liars. I have since then finished Jane the Virgin and I'm heartbroken. I have never loved a show so much. Me and my boyfriend were 100% invested in it and it feels like my heart has been ripped out. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I wish I was. When I first came across the show, I thought, go oh. on then. I've heard a couple people speak about it, but no one's really mentioned it. it was as amazing as it really was and if you haven't watched Jane the Virgin I want you to pause this right now and just watch the first episode I mean you have to get a few episodes in to really get the feel for it and really get into it but fuck me so empowering so like motivational it's really nice to have like a strong female lead and like showing how close some families are. Oh, it's just amazing, honestly. I could not recommend that show enough. But if you haven't watched it, I'm giving you a little spoiler alert right now. So if you don't want to hear a spoiler, just, just skip. Just skip a little bit. Okay. Now those people are gone. Whoever has watched it, want you to tell me if you were team Michael or team Raphael. Obviously I was team Raphael because everyone loves a little toxic relationship. I'm joking then. They weren't toxic but they definitely went through their phases where they weren't right for each other and Raphael definitely had some traits that I didn't really like at times, you know, when he would snap with his anger. But oh, God, they were just so in love with each other, and I just thought her and Michael had a fairy tale relationship. Like it wasn't very realistic. I mean, getting artificially inseminated isn't realistic either. But you know what I mean. He was a bit too clingy. He wanted a bit too much from her. He wouldn't take no as an answer, which is always really frustrating. I mean, we've all come across those boys, haven't we? I definitely have. Um, I just, I can't even tell you how much I love the show, but when I recorded this episode for the second time round, I was only at the part where Jane and Raphael had moved in together and then shortly after broke up, so didn't enjoy that little interim and I feel like they did get back together really, really quickly and then jumped straight into marriage, um, which... I enjoyed seeing their wedding, but I have never cried so much at a TV show. It brought out all of my emotions. It, it would make you laugh so much one minute, and then the next minute you'd be bawling your eyes out. I mean, 
her mum got cancer, I can't even tell you how much I cried at that bit. Her sister-in-law was dating a fucking criminal, so you know, the show isn't realistic at all, but it's just one of the greatest stories ever. Me and my boyfriend have recently started watching Orphan Black, which I have watched before, a few years ago, and I really enjoyed it, so we're trying to get into that, but it's just not filling the Jane the Virgin spot in my heart, but I don't think I'll come across a show that will, to be honest. With Pretty Little Liars, I don't feel like I'm ruining anything because I feel like everyone and their mum has watched this show, but... It's getting a bit shit. I'm on season six, so this is the five years, like, forwards jump. And whoever came up with Spencer and Caleb little romance thing needs to get fired. I mean, the show isn't around anymore, but you know what I mean. What the hell was that all about? Who approved it? Who thought it was a good idea? Because it wasn't. And when I was younger, I definitely looked up to Aria and Ezra's relationship. Looking back at it now, that's pretty fucked up. She was a high school student. He was her teacher. And he knew who she was before he started dating her. And... As a young girl, you probably think that's really cool. I did. But now I look back at it and think, that's so fucking weird. I can't believe I ever supported that as a couple. And if that was my friend dating a teacher, I definitely wouldn't be as supportive. In fact, her parents found out about it and were actually okay. I mean... You would want your daughter to be happy, but I would say she'd probably have to wait till she was older to see if she really wanted to be in that relationship, because Arya kissed everyone, and I mean, that just shows that she wasn't ready to commit to a man that old. So, yeah. But I also do feel like her parents, they kind of set it up without realising it. They would invite him to all of their events and be really close to him, which would obviously make them feel like the parents would accept it. So they are a little bit to blame. Thinking back at it now, the couple that I love the most since watching it back for a second time is Hannah and Caleb, especially before this five years jump. They were just so sweet and I feel like they both just didn't know what they wanted in life which is why they went their separate ways but they just need to get back together and I'm sure they do but it's just like it's, it's just gonna be awkward now and Spencer what are you doing this is your best friend you've kissed your sister's boyfriends you've kissed your sister's fiancés can you not just leave your best friend the love of her life I mean, she's engaged, but you know what I mean. She won't stay with him. It's not going to work. At least I don't think so. Um, but Pretty Little Lies is a show that was good and it could have ended 
a few seasons ago, I feel like it got very much dragged out. And it just didn't need to. But I do like the representation of different types of relationships and sexualities that were portrayed in the show. Um, at a young age, it's definitely something you need to see on TV. And it's nice that her friends accepted her and her family accepted her. And it shows that part of life you know like not everyone discusses that part of coming out to friends and family <clears throat> so yeah very lovely show and again could have ended way before it did because they just started chatting shit towards the end and they found out who A was way before like they've re figured it out ages ago so it's kind of it's nice to see that when you watch it back you realise it more which I didn't realise when I was like in year 9 watching it so yeah I would also recommend that but I would probably say quit when you find out who A is because it just gets boring after that and it crushes your soul <laughs> I'm joking it does not do that <laughs> If you follow me on my Instagram page, you might have seen that I've wanted to introduce an agony aunt slash advice giving segment into the show. Obviously, if you've got any names for it that you can think of, let me know and I'll implement that. But if you don't follow me, you'll be missing out on your chance to get some advice from yours truly. Um, so my Instagram page is just called She's Unfiltered Podcast and that's all one word. Find me on there and hit me up. <laughs> so the first question was long distance relationships, how to make them work, how to make them exciting and how to deal with not being able to see each other during lockdown. Now that's a really good question and I can't speak from experience as I've never been in a long distance relationship but there are different ways that it can be long distance. You could have met online and never actually met in person or there are those relationships where you met each other but maybe one of you went to uni or one of you has to work in a different city for a while so I think the main thing to remember is it's most likely not long term that you'll be long distance you most likely have a plan of when you'd like to live together maybe after you finish uni maybe when this job gives you a placement back home it's kind of a situation of a looking forward to the future but not wishing your life away of course and b keeping things exciting i would say communication is key i mean communication is key in every single relationship anyway but when you're long distance speaking is basically all you can do so just message each other throughout the day when you can facetime dates and i think FaceTime dates will be your best friend in a long distance relationship so what I would recommend is in the first lockdown me and my boyfriend did a delivery date so he ordered me food and I ordered him food so he got me a curry and I got him a burger and we sat and ate it at the same time while speaking and having a little drink so I think something like that sounds good maybe you could do like a weekly dinner date kind of thing so it doesn't always have to be expensive you don't have to order each other food maybe you can do a little bit of cooking you can set themes for every week so say 
Saturday this week you'll both make some kind of pasta on FaceTime together and show and eat together or and then the week after you'll make like a rice dish maybe a paella anything like that you know just keep things exciting change it every week um maybe you could do I was gonna say some kind of role play but I'll let you I'll let you figure that one out <laughs> um but yeah speaking maybe once lockdown is lifted and you can meet outside um obviously we've had news of a roadmap so hopefully we'll be able to meet with our friends outside maybe one of you can arrange to go up or come down to meet each other go on a little walk go sit in the park have a picnic in the park oh oh my god i cannot wait for picnics in the park that would be so fun so cute maybe on the beach get a little takeaway pizza oh my god that sounds amazing but again that doesn't help the lockdown situation so facetime dates that's that's really all you can do but oh my god you could i've just had this brilliant idea go for drives together so you'll both drive to your closest um mcdonald's drive through <laughs> or you'll both just drive somewhere and have a little it's a change of scenery i feel like that's what would keep it exciting so it doesn't always have to be in your bedroom obviously if you're at uni and you've got um housemates you might not want to be in the same room so going on a drive maybe both of you go to your local parks maybe one of you goes to like your little hangout spot where you normally go to when you're at home so if you've got like a special place one of you can go there and face on there that would be cute oh my god i'm just dreaming of summer i know we're in winter right now but the weather is getting warmer and it's sunny and the sun is actually lasting a lot longer this time around so yeah, that would be my advice and I think I've just given myself some cute ideas as well. Oh my god, you can even do like game nights. That sounds really fun. So there are loads of apps that you can download now when you where you play together or there are websites that you can use or even just buy the same game. So like me and my boyfriend play Guess Who? Maybe you can do that kind of thing. You can buy the actual physical game, both of you and play it or you can make up your own games i don't know anything anything that involves facetime each other so let's hope that both of your front cameras work otherwise all my advice has gone to shit <laughs> but yeah wish you all the luck and i hope you get to have your fairy tale ending because that's all we really want in life i'm not saying that relationships equals life because it doesn't focus on yourself first oh my god i'm going on a fucking tangent i don't need to <laughs> ignore this bit <laughs> the next question is a really interesting one so it's how not to make money a taboo subject in a relationship and so this is towards like bills going out all of that fun stuff Okay, so here's my opinion. Obviously, everyone's got different opinions and that's completely fine. But you're listening to my podcast, so you obviously want my opinion. <laughs> I'm joking. Kind of. So, I think the earlier that you speak about it, the better. I mean, I don't think it should be taboo. 
and this channel is all about making taboo subjects not taboo. So let's give it a good go. Um, me and my boyfriend live together, therefore we decided to make a joint bank account. Now a joint bank account isn't going to work for everyone, but it works for us. We put in an X amount each, um, and if one of us makes more money, then one of us will put in a little bit more, if that makes sense. It won't be like a massive amount more, but it will make things a little bit easier. Um, we'll use that for all of our bills, we'll use it for going out, we we'll use it for petrol, food, ordering food in, all of that fun stuff. So, yeah, that's how we do it and that works for us. We obviously then have our own money and we can do whatever we want with it. It's not the other person's business, but we are quite open with each other and I feel like that's the best thing you can be. If one of you is like a millionaire and the other one barely makes anything, then it wouldn't be fair to 50-50 everything, if that makes sense. But for some people that works and for others it doesn't. So it just really depends on your relationship. And I think the sooner that you figure that out, the better. But don't fall for manipulation. I know that's hard to say but if someone's asking for all of your money I mean that's not a good sign um yeah especially to like the young people that listen to this I don't want anyone to think that that's a normal thing to do because it's not you should be entitled to have your own money and it doesn't matter how much money that is but again off topic um Everything isn't going to work for everyone, so you just got to find that out sooner rather than later, basically. And obviously, you can still spoil each other. You can still take each other out for a birthday meal and pay with it with your own money. So it's just, it depends on A, how generous you are, B, if that's something you want to do, and C, I mean, you could always do it that one of you pays the rent and the other one pays the bills. I know people that do that and it works for them. So again, it really depends on you, your relationship, how you both are as people. If one of you is a lot better with money than the other, okay, my boyfriend is really good with money, I'm really not, I just like to spend it. Then it might make sense for the person who's more sensible to look after it and sort all of those things out but I feel like there is a reason why I'm not so good with money and the fact's because I didn't grow up around money and while I do know the value that it holds and I actually understand the value that it holds a lot more than I would if maybe I grew up around money but as soon as I started working which was when I was 15 I was able to do whatever I wanted with that money so it's always been a thing of, if I want something, I'll save up for it, I'll work really hard and then I'll buy it, which is a good way to look at it. I feel like even if I have a decent amount of money when I have children, I will still like to teach them about money because it's important. Unfortunately, money is important. So... When they're old enough, I would like them to go into work and earn it themselves. So, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with starting work early because actually it just teaches you life skills. I have 
six years of customer service skills that I wouldn't have had if I started working at 18. So I'm really grateful and lucky that I went into it so young. I'm not saying I'm better than anyone because I'm not. I mean, I don't have a very good education. I didn't do very well at school. So all I have going for me really is experience in life and experience of work. I wouldn't change it, of course. I wouldn't change it because it's made me who I am. I wouldn't be here having all these opportunities had I not done stuff, you know. I wouldn't be here had I not met certain people. So, yeah, definitely very grateful for my life so far. But I do hope that I can make it. I can make a name for myself out there, which is what I'm hoping to do with this podcast. I'm hoping to help you all. And I'm hoping that you can help me grow and build my life. Um, I would love to have an impact on someone's life, a good one of course, um, where I can have a platform that can help people grow, teach people about mental health, speak on things that are taboo that don't need to be taboo, you know, open up conversations that people are too scared to talk about because that's me unfortunately. I've never had a filter on this mouth before and I'm definitely not going to have one now. <laughs> I might be young but I know quite a lot about life, some through traumatic things and some just because I like to, you know, find these things out, I like to read other people's stories, I like to see what other people go through and the way that people are brought up and the way that people like to deal with things is is interesting to me. And the last question we have time for today is if you think you're really meant to be with someone but they need space, do you wait for them? And that's a really interesting question and I feel like this happens to a lot of people. There are different reasons that people need space so sometimes they need to figure out who they are, what they want in life, they need to figure out who they want to be with, if they want to be with anyone. You know, people want to live their lives differently and people have different visions for their lives. Obviously, once the perfect person comes along, even if you're single and you don't want to be with anyone, you will. You can't pass up that opportunity. However, in this situation, there's obviously a reason you believe it's meant to be. So you've obviously had spent time together you obviously know each other's ins and outs you know everything about each other so letting go just because they want space might not be the best solution so the best solution may be to wait and give them the space that they want let them figure out that they need you sorry need is the wrong word that they want you because no one needs anyone it's the fact that we choose to have people around it's the fact that we choose what we want in our lives and who we want in our lives that's the main thing so if they need space there's obviously a reason for it so I'd say definitely give them space however don't let that time pass by you without you thinking about your life so you also need to be working on yourself in that time and the last question that we have time for is if you really believe that you're meant to be with someone, but they ask for space, do you wait for them? 
And now I feel like this is a situation that a lot of people find themselves in. So first of all, we have to see things from their side of view, which is why do they want this space? Do they want this space to work on themselves? Do, do they want the space to try things out with other people and then figure out if they want you? Because if that's the case, then it's not worth waiting for. You definitely deserve a lot more. But if they've explicitly said they don't want anyone else, they aren't looking for anyone else, they just need that time to work on themselves, then you have to believe that that's what they're doing. And I feel like you really do need to give them that time because they need to figure out if they want you in their lives or if they need you in their lives and it's important to let them make that decision by themselves because there's only so much of an impact we can make on someone to change their decision and it's not fair to trap people you know if they don't want to be there there's obviously a reason why and I wish I could tell my younger self this because I definitely chased after people that didn't want anything to do with me and looking back at it now obviously I don't regret it, but it's a little bit embarrassing. But the older that you get, it's, it's not the same scenario, obviously. Um, and then you have to look at it from your point of view. So obviously there's something worth waiting for if you're asking me that, you know. There's a part of you that wants to believe that you will be together one day and that you're destined to be together. So just... Think of the reasons why you belong together and hold on to them because you have to let them figure this out on their own. But at the same time, you have to think, is this is this it for you? Are they going to come back to you and then you're going to realise that you don't want to be with them anymore? Because you might say no to that question, but I promise you, sometimes that is the case. Or... Are you going to make your way back to each other and be together forever and ever and ever? <laughs> I mean, this isn't some Disney shit, this is real life, but... If it's meant to be, it will be, and that's the most important thing I could say to you. I don't want you to waste your time, though, so if this person is waiting around for something better to come along, then it's not worth your time, you can do so much better and you will find someone and I promise you that you will find someone that cherishes you and cares about you and will make time for you and won't make you wait for them. There are people like that but at the same time as I've fucking said about a million times now, there's a reason why you believe that you're meant to be together so you have to hold on to that for hope and that's all I can say. I wish you all the best of luck. You will meet your one true love. In fact, you you get more than one true love, but you will meet your happy ever after, as Jane Vienna Weather would say. That is a Jane the Virgin reference, if I haven't made enough this episode. <laughs> If you would like an outsider's opinion on things, just need some life advice, some relationship advice, then don't be afraid to text me anonymously on 07764 238 205. That's 07764 238 205. And I'll answer your questions in my next week's episode. And I did mention at the start of this episode that I've got some exciting news 
which is that I'm hosting a giveaway. And that will be posted on my Instagram page. So to find out how to enter, then please follow me on She's Unfiltered Podcast. That's just Instagram, all one word, She's Unfiltered Podcast. And I'll see you very shortly. Thank you so much for joining me. Bye-bye. That was a kiss, not a fart. <laughs>